I want more money. I want a bigger house. I want to feel freer in my sexuality. I want to feel better in my body. I want more clients. I want to grow my business to six figures. I want to grow my business to seven figures. I want to grow my business to multiple seven figures. What do you want? And then stop letting the alibis run you. You will feel so much better about yourself. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. The teaching you're about to hear goes deep into Napoleon Hill's 57 Famous Alibis by Old Man If. And fundamentally, we're going to go through each one. We're going to dive in. We're going to illuminate what might be happening when you use one of these alibis or something similar to it. You might use different words, but don't don't let yourself off the hook there. Look for the similarities. Look for the places where you're doing this so that you can grow yourself and learn from this material. But fundamentally, we're looking at when we step into victimhood in our lives and in our businesses. Where do we say, if only X, Y, and Z outside of ourselves was different, then I would be able to succeed. That gives all your power away. That says, I have no agency in my life. I am completely reactive and completely dependent on things outside of myself. And this is not true, yet it is, for many people, a perspective on life and themselves that they have been taught to hold. If that's you, don't beat yourself up about it. If you find yourself in many of these alibis, don't beat yourself up about it. However, you do want to hold yourself to a higher standard, gently, lovingly, compassionately, yet directly. Oh, look, I'm doing this. That's me in part, maybe in a small part, maybe in large part. And I could improve upon that and pick a place where you can recognize that that's happening for you and make an incremental but quick shift in how you're approaching that. If you do that again and again and again, you will increase your ability to have complete and 100% control over your outcomes in life. So take this step by step, really step out of being a victim and into being someone who takes 100% personal responsibility for her life and is a creator of her life and her business, including her business revenue and income, which is so much a part of what we're going for here. Okay, with that, enjoy. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, and it's great to be here with you. So finishing up this list of the if-onlys, the 57 Famous Alibis by Old Man If, the last thing that Napoleon Hill says here is, if, and this is the greatest of them all, 
I had the courage to see myself as I really am. I would find out what is wrong with me and correct it. Then I might have a chance to profit by my mistakes and learn something from the experience of others. For I know that there is something wrong with me or I would now be where I would have been if I had spent more time analyzing my weaknesses and less time building alibis to cover them. So I would like to decipher this for you. There is a judgment here. Find out what is wrong with me. Now, if you can step out of reading that as judgment and really not get hooked by that, because of course, divinely, spiritually, so we are all perfect. We are born perfect. We are perfect. There is nothing wrong with you. And yet on this human plane, in our 3D physical bodies, there are aspects of ourselves that don't meet with our own approval, with our own vision of who we know ourselves to be, but are not yet being. And it's important not to make yourself wrong about those things and then get in a spiral of shame. And it's also not effective to say nothing is wrong and not look at them because underneath that defended, that defensive stance, you know that you're not in integrity with yourself. You know that you're not showing up the way you want to show up. Without adding layers of guilt and shame to that, what if you just looked at that with a very neutral perspective and did something different? Did something about this aspect of yourself that you would rather be different? Now, if you try and change everything at once, you'll spin out. We don't want that. But if you have been listening to these lessons and something really strikes you, I would like to be someone who is this rather than is this. Then you need to figure out what are the actions, what are the steps, what are the habits that you need to be engaged in to be that woman to really step forward as that woman. So today, how are you going to be courageous in looking at what aspect of yourself you'd really love to be different? Not because your mother says it needs to be different or society says it needs to be different or, or your brother or your husband or whomever, or even me, but because you don't feel in integrity with how you're showing up. Do it for yourself and do it because you want to. That's a radical statement. Most people are driven by what other people want of them, what they're, they're afraid of the judgment of others so that they let that drive them. Sidestep that entirely and do it because it's who you want to be. So How are you going to be courageous and choose that thing today? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up, Hill says, building alibis with which to explain away failure is a national pastime. The habit is as old as the human race and is fatal to success. He italicizes that, fatal to success. 
Why do people cling to their pet alibis? The answer is obvious. They defend their alibis because they create them. A man's alibi is the child of his own imagination. It is human nature to defend one's own brainchild. Okay, a few things here. It's a national pastime. And it's been going on for as long as the human race has been alive. So this is not new and you are not alone. That said, do you want to be extraordinary? Do you want to step into your greatness? Do you want to separate yourself from the pack? Do you want to be unstoppable? Or do you want to be just like everyone else who comes up with excuses, who doesn't show up for themselves, who says, this is enough This that I am used to, the level that I'm playing at is what I'm used to. Therefore, I don't have to do more. I don't have to create more. I don't have to become more. I don't have to step into my next level of beingness. I am satisfied. That's not what success comes from. And you've got to choose. Are you going to be someone who comes up with excuses and plays at the same level? Or are you going to be unstoppable and keep going to the next level? That's what this is all about. That is what this is all about. And Hill goes on to say, they defend their alibis because they create them. A man's alibi is the child of his own imagination. Now, why might you create them? And how are you creating them? This all goes back to the concept of self-image. You have a self-image, how you self-define your identity, which says, I am someone who doesn't do that, who doesn't stretch herself, who doesn't see what she's really capable of. I am someone who can't, who will be overwhelmed. I am someone who is afraid of disappointment, afraid of what other people will say. These are the stories that are unspoken, but are driving your behavior, your alibis, that makes so much sense to you. And yet the way out is not to listen to the story that is so seductive and seems so reasonable, but to go forward and do the thing. You'll get the energy for it when you do the thing. You'll get the energy for it when you do the thing. You'll get the courage for it when you do the thing. You'll get the ability, the answer for it when you do the thing, but not if you say later, not if you say when I have it all figured out, it doesn't work that way. You have to close the gap on time and start saying yes, courageously to the thing that you know you need to do. I do this all the time with my clients. They will say, I'll do that after I move. I'll do that after I finish this thing on my website. I'll do that after I go on vacation. I'll do that after the kids are asleep. You have to see the way you are creating alibis for yourself. Close the gap on time. Step into it. You are more capable than you could ever imagine. And your greatness demands of you that you step forward and not listen to the alibis. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we are diving into Plato among other things this morning. In this section, Hill says, 
Building alibis is a deeply rooted habit. Habits are difficult to break, especially when they provide justification for something we do. Justification for something we do. You have this habit, this habit of, say, delaying starting, this habit of being distracted, this uh, habit of taking on too many different things so you don't complete anything, this habit of saying, not now, but later, this habit of saying, I'm not ready. I don't know how. I can't do it. If only, if only, if only. Those statements in your head provide justification for something we do regularly. And the thing that we do regularly is this kind of delaying, is this kind of not acting, is this kind of fear of showing up, this fear of being visible. And it's required of you to recognize that you are not working according to the law of cause and effect. Plato has this truth in mind when he said, the first and best victory is to conquer self, to be conquered by self of all things, the most shameful and vile. When you are driven by your subconscious triggers, your subconscious conditioning, you are conquered by yourself as opposed to having conquered your reactivity. The way to conquer your reactivity is to break things down and look at life through the law of cause and effect. If I do this, what is the effect? Is that effect going to get me what I want as quickly as I want it? And I don't care if that's an income goal, which of course I'm all about. I help. That's what I fundamentally help my clients do is make more money in their business. This is absolutely what the tactical side of the business coaching that I do does. And is this going to give you the result of being the woman you want to be? Being someone who has stepped into her greatness, who has created the success in her life, is worthy of all that she desires because she's actually stepped up and done the work. Not with a monkey on her back, not grinding it out, though I do love that expression when it's used in a hustle and flow kind of mode. Like there's a time to jam and go and like get it done. Like that's okay, guys. That's okay. Are you going to be the woman you want to be? And we often say we don't want to be in say hustle and jam mode because we want to be in flow. We want to be in ease and grace, but you're thinking of it as different, as separate when it can be the, an integrated way of being. So don't use any of this as an alibi, a a way of stepping out of your truth. And you will know that you are out of integrity with yourself that you're actually letting the alibis run the show if you are not getting the results that you say that you desire. Not that I say that you should desire, because they're not, it's not my life. I would never do that. But that you desire, that you truly say, I want this for myself. I want more money. I want a bigger house. I want to feel freer in my sexuality. I want to feel better in my body. 
I want more clients. I want to grow my business to six figures. I want to grow my business to seven figures. I want to grow my business to multiple seven figures. What do you want? And then stop letting the alibis run you. You will feel so much better about yourself if you actually take the the action and move through the terror barriers that you feel that the alibis allow you to, to, when you believe them, to turn around and avoid. You have to move through those terror barriers. So there's more on that. If you're interested in this concept of terror barriers, I would greatly recommend that you come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. We have that happening soon. Please go to the unstoppablewoman.com slash summit to get all the information and to get registered for that. It's three days that will knock your socks off and help you step into who you know you are, but you are not yet executing at. There's always more for you. Okay. So for today, two things, go check out the summit, register, join me. It's going to be amazing. The women who come are freaking amazing and unstoppable. You want to be one of them and ask yourself, where are you turning around and using alibis so that you don't have to face the challenges in your life that will actually grow you? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up, Hill says, another philosopher had the same thought in mind when he said, it was a great surprise to me when I discovered that most of the ugliness I saw in others was but a reflection of my own nature, a reflection of your own nature. So this is here, it's included in this section for a number of reasons. One, because when you are making alibis, you are rejecting that aspect of yourself that you know needs to change. You know that it is not the truth of who you are, and yet it is who you are currently being. And you don't actually like that dissonance. You'd like to be in the truth of who you are. And yet it's confronting and confusing as to why that's driving you. It's just a habit that's driving you. It's an old conditioned response. And yet you defend yourself against it. How do you step out of that? How do you step out of that closed loop thinking? Well, this little pithy saying here, it was a great surprise to me when I discovered that most of the ugliness I saw in others was but a reflection of my own nature is a tool for you to step out of that closed loop thinking. So here's how it works. When you are in judgment of someone else, when you're saying, I don't like how they're being, I don't like how they're behaving. I don't like that they're to this or to that or not enough this or not enough that. And you're in that critical lens, not the neutral critical lens, but the judgy critical lens. And you know, you go there. Okay, don't don't try and escape that. You know you go there. When you go there, though, pause and remember this episode and think to yourself, ah, that is me judging someone else and thinking that it's ugly. Therefore, there must be an aspect of how I am showing up that is just like that, that I don't want to look at, but I need to look at in order to transform it lovingly 
and move to the next level. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck wasting your energy in judgment of others and and wasting your energy defending how you're being and because you don't want to look at some aspect of yourself. So you have to use this as a tool to pause and reconsider to look at yourself and make a little shift. Once you acknowledge, ah, this is how I'm being like that, then do it differently. Actually show up differently. Nothing changes in the vacuum of your mind, right? In, in just the thinking. That is That starts the engine, but it's completed by action. The thinking starts the engine. It is completed by new action. Take that new action today. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I am Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Next up we have, it has always been a mystery to me, said Albert Hubbard, why people spend so much time deliberately fooling themselves by creating alibis to cover their weaknesses. If used differently, this same time would be sufficient to cure the weakness. Then no alibi would be needed. I freaking love that. Don't you love that? We don't have a scarcity of time. We have a scarcity of will, a scarcity of perception. Accurate perception, I should say. If you spent the same amount of time that you spend making up the excuses and believing the excuses and living according to those excuses about why you can't do something, if you spent that time either one, just doing it, Or two, looking at what is driving that excuse and transforming it. Now, this is something that I do with people in VIP days. This is what we do as a a group in the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. We look at these places in you, these blind spots, okay, that are driving behavior that you don't actually like. Or you're not aware of not liking it, but it's actually not getting you the results in your income, in your business, in the growth that you want to experience, in the freedom, in the ease, in the love, in the relationships that you so desire. And you have to take a moment, carve out that moment to really look at what is going on. Now, often you're in the forest for the trees and that's why it's important to work with a group like the Spirit of Wealth or work with someone like myself in a VIP day to really grasp what it is that you're not seeing that is a closed loop that is constantly recreating the old results that you don't want instead of the new results that you do want. If you want to make more money in your business, there are causes that you have to put into effect. You have to be differently. And if you spent the time, instead of making up excuses, but if you spent the time instead transforming that behavior into something that serves you, you would be one of those people who was unstoppable, who created the income that she wanted, created the life that she wanted, created the relationships that she wanted, all of that, all the health, all the beauty, all the order, all the ease, all the flow that you want requires that you stop making excuses. 
I hope you understand this. I know we've spent a lot of time on alibis. What's the answer to an alibi? It's doing it differently. It's actually not falling prey, staying victim of being in the habitual way of creating excuses. And it's hard to see it for yourself because the excuses that you use or the alibis that you use, the stories that you tell yourself are stories that you agree with. Your subconscious programming will not throw up a way of looking at a situation that you don't agree with, but it will throw up that story in order to keep you from trying something new because it thinks that anything new that you have not yet experienced and survived may call, uh, cause you death. Not, not just a little pain, but death. <laughs> okay. Like it is very black and white. It, it's one job is to keep you alive. So it will, it will find all sorts of very nuanced ways to get you to stop and not move forward on your dreams. And it will feel wrong to stop. And yet you must go forward. You must be unstoppable. You must make that commitment to yourself. You must be that type of woman. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and this is one of my favorite paragraphs in the entire book. It's something that I teach to at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. You may have heard this if you're one of those unstoppable women who has come to the summit before. Hill says, in parting, I would remind you that life is a checkerboard and the player opposite you is time. If you hesitate before moving or neglect to move promptly, your men will be wiped off the board by time. You are playing against a partner who will not tolerate indecision. Who will not tolerate indecision. Time is marching forward whether you like it or not. Time is the opponent, if you will. Now you can create time as a, a ally, as a proponent, as someone, something that works with you, not against you. If you know how to use the laws and how to use your power to choose. Specifically, how to decide and how to decide quickly. How to make decisions for which you are so committed that you will not turn back. You will move forward instead of backwards. You will not make alibis. You will not create stories. And if you catch yourself in a story, you will address it and move through it at record speed. This is what's required because life is a checkerboard and the player opposite you is time. If you hesitate before moving, and this is what so many women do, they hem and haw. They think, do I have permission to do this? Am I allowed to do this? Can I do this? What would so-and-so think? No, that's hesitating. I need to think it through. I need to evaluate. I need to look at, at my finances. I need to make sure I'm making a good decision. Yeah, you don't want to buy a jet if you can only afford a bicycle. 
But that's never what's in front of you. The law of polarity says that when you desire something, the supply is ready to appear. If you want something, go for it. It's there. It's there for you now. You need to then back it up with action for sure. You need to understand how to manage your mind for sure. You need to keep moving forward for sure. But this is working with time. If you don't work with time, you will get to the end of your life and regret not showing up as the woman you want to be. And heck, let's not even talk about the end of your life. Let's talk about this month, the end of this year. Does another season go by where you don't do the thing? Does another year go by? Five years? Your kids are grown or growing. What happens now? Maybe you don't have kids, but you still keep putting things off. This is not knowing how to work with time. You create time. And you do that in part by knowing how to make quick decisions, not staying in indecision. Be a quick decider. Move forward. Get it done. Close the gap on time. Don't delay. Do it now. What is it that you need to do right now? Go do it. Make that decision. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, next up here we have this sentence. Hill says, previously you may have had a logical excuse for not having forced life to come through with whatever you asked. But that alibi is now obsolete because you are in possession of the master key that unlocks the door to life's bountiful riches. We will get to the master key in the next episode. However, let's break this sentence down. It's super important. Previously, you may have had a logical excuse for not having forced life to come through with whatever you asked. So the excuses, the alibis that we use always seem logical to us. You may consider yourself the most logical, data-driven human being, but you will always come up with an excuse if you want to stop, if what you're going for is a change from what you've experienced already and your subconscious programming doesn't want you to go forward because you might die, you might do something different that it doesn't know that it that you'll survive from so it doesn't know that that action is survivable it will come it will trigger you to agree with some way to stop and it's going to be logical to you even if you consider yourself the most logical person someone else from outside will recognize that's just an alibi for not doing the thing not taking the action So you must eliminate the alibis, which is everything that we've been talking about. And remember, the way to do this is to recognize when you say, not now, later, I don't have to do that. I don't want to do that. I can't do that. It's not for me. I don't have the money. I don't have the time and so on and so forth. But but basically you are putting off taking an action 
that will actually propel you forward. And the worst part about this is that oftentimes your subconscious mind will tell you that that action isn't what is required to propel you forward. It'll convince you that that's not necessary. That's why it's so important to work with, whether it's me or someone else, a mentor, a coach who can, from their level of awareness, from their level of experience, having gone through this before, tell you exactly what you need to do to break through. And then your job is to listen to that person and not come up with alibis. And this is part of what we're doing in our Paris program. If you haven't heard about the Paris program, please send an email to us and we'd be happy to share more about it. Or you can go to our website and book a consult. Either way works. The the Paris program is all about embracing yourself as a woman, embracing yourself as a female leader, as the feminine in you and the masculine in you. How do you integrate those two? It's about really owning yourself, that self-ownership as a woman, your beauty, your sexuality, your femininity, and the aspect of yourself that that is like hustle and jam and a go-getter. How do you integrate all of that and really pull it together so that you are a powerful force in this world and are magnetic and that you can grow your business from a place of wholeness and loving yourself and thinking you are the cat's freaking meow rather than from a place of fear. So if you're interested in any of that, please reach out to us. So that's point number one. You will always agree with the alibi. It will seem logical to you and you have to go forward anyway. You have to do the thing that seems like all of you is saying, I shouldn't because of this logical reason. Then the next aspect of this is, is this Previously, you may have had a logical excuse for not having forced life. You can actually put a demand on life, on the universe, on all the energy that is. You can make something happen. You can create something. You have that creative power. This is what's so amazing about being a human being. But you have been using excuses about why you can't do that. So you, you can force life to come through with whatever you have asked. What is your big desire? You put a demand on the universe by being unstoppable, by being a woman who actually does what's required and doesn't make up freaking excuses. Do not stand on your alibis. Go, go forward. You want to be unstoppable. You want to be one of the extraordinary ones. You want to step into your greatness. You want to achieve your purpose in this world and then recognize that it's bigger than you ever thought and keep going. You want all of that. You must get out of your own way. You must get out of your own way. You must get out of your own way. Have I said that three times? I just said that three times. You must get out of your own way. If you need help doing that, don't be shy. Book a consult with us. We help people do this each and every day. This is, this is what we live for. This is what our methodology is about. This is how we help create so much wealth for our clients in this world. It's your time. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to the 
quote that Hill has from a philosopher that says, it was a great surprise to me when I discovered that most of the ugliness I saw in others was but a reflection of my own nature. Now, previously we spoke about how this was a reflection of something that you needed to clean up internally to yourself, something, some way that you were being that you didn't personally approve of. So you were out of integrity with, but you didn't want to look at that. You didn't want to look at being out of integrity with it. So you just judged the other person and that's an alibi, right? You just judge the other person and, and not deal with what you need to deal with. And as a result, there's a drag on your energy. It's not conscious, it's subconscious, but you are, are in this internal conflict and you don't actually like an aspect of yourself and therefore you feel lesser than and it stops you from taking the bigger actions in this world that you need to take in your business, whether that's visibility, marketing, putting yourself out there in some other way, making contacts, calling people, um, taking some sort of action to grow your business. There's so many things you have to do. You have to put yourself out there. And if you don't like who you're being, you will hold yourself back in particular ways. So you do want to clean that up. But now I want to bring to the table, if you will, welcome to my table, another aspect of looking at this, which is to, to look at it as some aspect of that person that you're judging and you're saying that ugliness out there that that is actually an aspect of yourself, an aspect of your own nature that you need to call forward, that you actually need to embrace and say, I actually want that. So I recently, I'm going to use an example of my, from my own life. I recently had an experience of, of recognizing how I used to do this. So we just did this round table called, it's a teaching and round table. We do these events every so often. They're free. If you want to know about them, please, you know, sign up for our newsletter list and you'll get notifications of them. This was permission to be rich. And we, we looked at what was stopping people from claiming that their big money desires and their ability to actualize making that kind of money. Um, by the way, if you, if you want notifications, if you want to be on our newsletter list, you can either go to our website and sign up for any of the things that we have that are free downloads that'll put you on our newsletter list, or you can just simply send an email to support at amiraalvarez.com and we can get you on there. No problem. We put out a lot of good stuff. In any case, my team put together the assets for this event, right? We do ads and we, you know, we have landing pages and things like that. And there was a picture of me on that page in a, you know, a beautiful dress and beautiful shoes, holding a glass of champagne, looking fabulous, right? If I do say so myself. And I realized that I used to hate pictures of women like this. Yeah. Just like the one of me below. And I had a huge amount of judgment in my head. I would say things like they're so shallow, all they care about is money. They've got their priorities wrong. And it was huge judgment. And yet the truth was that I wanted to make more money and I didn't want to be constrained by not having enough. And I no longer wanted to be stressed out by not having money for even just the basic things in life and having to decide between doing this or buying that. And I didn't want to say no to myself or anyone that I loved. I, I wanted to have plenty. So so here I was judging the women who had money, yet really wanting it. 
And I clearly had some unresolved issues, right? That's a huge money story. How could I want to experience beauty, luxury, more fineness in life, but call it wrong to have money? So this woman, these women that I would see, you know, whether it was in a Vogue ad or, um, you know, the housewives of whatever city, and let's not talk about the gossip, but like how well quaffed they are. Maybe it was some uh, person on Facebook that I saw or someone at a networking event that I saw that was like all gussied up and, and looking great. It didn't matter what it, what it was. I'm like down a rabbit hole in my head right now with the housewife's comment. Um, I might have to retract that one. Anyways, the, the judgment of those women was, was real and I would look at them and I would judge them. But there was a part of me that actually wanted, actually wanted to be put together like that and well quaffed and comfortable in her own body and comfortable in her own sexuality and comfortable feeling amazing and comfortable making money. And when I started to embrace that, that was actually who I was. And I started moving in that direction and matching it with making more money in my business. And let me say that differently. Not only did I match it with making more money in my business, claiming this aspect of myself that I had previously said was wrong or not worthy or uh, frivolous or shallow, all that ugliness, quote unquote, when I started to claim that I really wanted an aspect of that for myself, I then had a reason for growing my business. I had a, a motivation, a driver. Now, was that my only motivation and driver? No, but what's wrong with stacking all the motivations? You can have a motivation to help people. You can have a motivation to solve problems. You, have, you can have a motivation to have the money to buy pretty clothes and to look great. The, what are your motivations? That's a question for another episode. But you want to look at this kind of thing, both as what is it that you have to clean up inside of yourself and what might it be calling forward that is your true nature? And my true nature is to feel beautiful. And I think that's the case for a lot of women. We want to feel beautiful and look beautiful and catch ourselves in the mirror, like a glimpse of yourself walking by and go, wow, I look freaking great and love that. And if you don't have that, and you're judging it, you might want to look at that. So for today, you can look at what are you judging in other people and what might you need to embrace as a part of that yourself. Okay, with that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to the unstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. 
And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.